Your life, God's truth, your QFM. Please welcome Mr. Brandon Heath to the telephone line this morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. morning. Man, where are you hiding out today? I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, my hometown. Nice. Born and raised? Born and raised, yes, sir. What was it like growing up in Nashville? What a neat scene for music, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Nashville was really just like any other town for me. Um, my mom and dad are both from here. My mom's born just outside of the city, and my dad born in Nashville. So, you know, I, I, I always knew that it was called Music City, but um, my parents weren't musicians. I mean, they love music, but um, I think that's what helped me get started when I was in middle school. I had a bunch of friends whose parents were in the music industry, and so it kind of made it, you know, a real to me that this could be a career. So it only really became Music City to me until like when I was in middle school and high school, but otherwise a very normal American town. Were you a kid that went to all the concerts and things that were around? You know what? One thing that I did a lot was go to this theme park called Opryland and they had roller coasters and, but they also had all these live music venues within the park. And I grew up loving and still do uh, love country country music. So I thought for sure that's what I was going to do. I thought I was going to be a country music songwriter. Um, but the Lord had other plans for me, and I'm I'm really thankful. How'd that happen? How'd the Lord get a hold of you and say this is what you're going to do? Um, I was involved in this great organization called Young Life when I was in high hey, school. We have one of those up here. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. They're, they're nationwide, but they're not in every city. So if you guys have one, that's amazing. Um, but young life is an outreach to high school kids. And I was one of those high school kids. And, um, I met the Lord in 1995 at a, at a young life camp. So it was, uh, a pretty amazing summer and made all the difference in my life. So that got you going musically and you've been, you've been making records for a long time, haven't you? I have now. I I started in 2005, which I can't even believe that it's been that long. Um, but yeah, I signed a record deal in 2005 and then um, 2006 put my first record out and thank you guys for playing my music. Yes. Since then. Um, it's just been a, an amazing career just that, that I've gotten to do it so long. I'm really thankful. We got to visit a little bit. We saw you at the acoustic cafe down in Orlando at the uh, Christian music broadcasters down there. And, and uh, you were telling your story. You took a little hiatus from music for a while as we learned down there, what's been going on in your life. We're really glad you're back by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I took some time off in, in 2019. I, um, I had just been touring a lot and we had our second baby in uh, April of 2019. And my wife and I, we just kind of had to like reevaluate if this is me touring all the time was really working for our family. And, you know, my wife comes from the music industry and has uh, always understood that this is, you know, part of the job. But when you have kids, it just kind of changes some things. And, um, and I was, it was a welcome change, but I also was kind of like, wow, my identity has been so wrapped up in my work and being a musician. Um, who am I, you know? And 
at first I was kind of embarrassed that I was having this, um, you know, identity, I guess you could call it crisis. Um, on the other hand, I was really, I was really thankful that I was able to kind of look at myself and say, is this still a priority? And if it is, then how do I make it work for my family? Because they really are the priority in my life now. And so, you know, I went to see a, a counselor and a therapist and um, had to really kind of ask myself some hard questions. It wasn't just about music, but more, who am I and whose am I? Who does God say that I am, you know? And um, it was a hard season, and then 2020 happened, and mm. it was hard for all yeah. of us. Yeah, that, but, that was a big mess. That shut down the whole world. Mess. Yeah. But I, you know, I, like a lot of people, really learned just how little control I have in, the, in life and also how important it is to rely on Lord, the Lord to provide. And so I'm really thankful for that. And I would say that this new music came out of that season. I signed a new record deal. And then last year we had um, our first number one in over 10 years. And so my friend Darren um, from We Are Messengers called me and he said, isn't it interesting what God will do when you put your priorities in the right place? Which I was so thankful for that perspective. And Mm -hmm. I think it's true. Mm Mm-hmm. How important are writer rounds to you getting new song ideas? You mean like writing sessions and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I would say it's integral. Um, One of the things that's really cool about Nashville is that it's like, um, it's not only a mecca for music, but, but for songwriters. A lot of songwriters move here. And over the years, you know, that's what I started out as, as a songwriter and supporting other artists. Um, and so I, I understand the role of a songwriter. It's not just to write a song, but it's also to be a friend to the artist. And I have so many friends that, you know, you share things like really hard, difficult things with. And when you're writing a song, you've got to be vulnerable and so to be with those people that you can be vulnerable and trusting with is just a gift. And I've been talking a lot about that. You know, my co-writers who help me write songs, you really, they step into your pain, into your life. And it's this great support system that I'm so thankful for. So I would say it's, it's really important to have people like that to, to create with. So it turns into like a small group kind of thing, doesn't it? It really does. I think that's that's right. And, you know, sometimes when we're writing songs, those are the seasons where we get to hang out with these, these friends. Um, but then when we go and tour, we don't see them for a few years. And I wish I could figure out how to do that differently because um, you don't want to just feel like you're using your songwriter buddies. At the same time, they're just moving from camp to camp because somebody's always writing a record. And so there's no there's no lost love or hurt feelings. It's just we pick up where you left off. Who are some of your favorite songwriters that you've got to work with? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I think my favorite right now is a guy named Paul Duncan. And we uh, were on a publishing company together, and that's how I met him. But Paul has written a, a bunch of stuff for Lauren Daigle. Um, oh, man, he's written for a lot of people, but... 
he and I both grew up in Nashville. We're close in age. And so he feels more like a brother to me than he does a co-writer. Um, and he's one of the people that I call like all the time, you know, he's just a buddy. Um, as far as producers go, um, they're like the other important element in uh, writing a song. I love working with Jason Ingram, who I co-wrote Give Me Your Eyes With and a couple other songs. Um, and then I work, I, I've been working with a guy named Micah Kuyper. Um, and these are names that you not, you wouldn't have heard of, but you know, a, a lot of Jeremy Camp songs, he's co-written and produced. Um, you know, there's just a whole arsenal of, of producers here in town that I'm so fortunate to know. Brandon Heath joining us, uh, incredible music artist. We've loved your music for so long, Brandon. And I tell you what, your neighbors must love you. And I wish we were closer so we could come to some <laughs> of your, uh, your Brandon's backyard events. Talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. Yeah, it's a good question. We have this, um, we have a Creek in our backyard and, you know, I grew up, my grandparents had a Creek. And so that was like a must when we were newlyweds and looking for a house. So we have this bridge that goes over the creek, and I always envisioned having concerts in the backyard because we have two acres that we live on. It's it's wooded, and so I pitched this idea to a few friends, and we lit it up. And I at, I invited you know some friends, and then we we um, recorded it, but all our neighbors could hear. And and of course, the, the way to get aw- around getting in trouble, you know for noise is you have to invite all your neighbors, um, which thankfully we get along with all of our neighbors. We love our neighbors. So it was kind of a fun party and we we're actually doing it again next month. So y'all come on out. Yeah. That's what they say. If you're going to make uh, if you're going to make good neighbors, make sure you invite them to all the parties. <laughs> That, exactly. way, that way they can't complain mm-hmm. about the noise. Oh yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Thankfully we like all of our neighbors. Thrive Fest North. Blue Stem Amphitheater in Moorhead, August 26th. How can, yes. we, how can we pray for you going forward? Well, you know, I've been in with uh, my band. We've been practicing already. Um, so we're excited about uh, August. And um, you, you tell me, are, are the mosquitoes still bad? I think they August. spray. I think they'll be spraying pretty okay. well. We might we might have uh, we might have hornets though. I guess we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. how the how the weather plays out. That would be interesting. Me on stage uh, being chased by a hornet. That would put a little. I would pay to see that. Put a little skip in your step, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be I'll be sure to get pictures of that because I'm shooting pictures for the oh, show. There, there's a, there's a hornet. There's another hornet. <laughs> Brandon, we're thrilled well, to have you up here. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about your song, That's Enough? I know that's very special to you, and that comes from a very special place. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and I will probably close the show with that song at Thrive Fest. Um, you know, That's Enough came in that season that we were just talking about. I wrote it when I was maybe con- I was considering not being an artist anymore. Um and I knew I wanted to be a songwriter because it's my, you know, one of my first loves is writing songs. But I was really mourning the loss of maybe losing that. And so I was writing for another artist, and I just didn't feel like I had anything in me that day. And honestly, I had a day like that yesterday. I just didn't have anything. And so I stepped out of the room, and I had a conversation with God. 
I just said, Lord, I don't have anything today. I don't feel like I'm qualified to do this, um, but I'm here. That's the best I can do. I showed up, and I had this idea. I'm here. I'm loved. God is good, and that's going to be enough Mm -hmm. for today, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I thought, well, I think I just wrote a song. (laughs) (laughs) And I went back in the room and told my my co-writers about my idea and we wrote it. I I think we wrote it within an hour and the next day I was singing it for some people and they were like, Brandon, that's your song. Mm. You need to sing that song. So uh, I sat with it for a few years and we just put it out this summer and it's been so amazing seeing the response to this song. Thank you guys for playing it. Um, But it's it's really cool what God can do um, when you are willing to uh, be vulnerable and honest about where you are in life. Brandon Heath joining us, Thrive Fest North. He will be on stage August 26th in Moorhead. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate you. Thank you all. Thanks for having me, and I'll see you very soon.